welcome. Welcome to K Drama School. Hello, hello. You guys. Caterpillar. Caterpillar xylophone. All the colors of the rainbow. We got root chakra. That's the base. And then the sacral chakra. That's the, the hips. Alright, that's the sexy parts, the genitals. And then we have the solar plexus, third chakra, which is our power center, willpower, okay? And then we have heart chakra, heart chakra, green. That's where we feel our things. <laughs> we feel our emotions. And then blue is throat chakra, it's where we communicate from. It's also a very powerful tool. Like we can preserve things, create things, destroy things with the throat chakra. And then purple. That's the crown chakra. Yeah, crown chakra. It's what connects us to the divine. There's indigo too, which is the forehead. You know, this is the third eye. And that's indigo. The anja, the anja, anja, anja chakra, the forehead one. In any case, you guys, I uh, don't have any K-dramas to talk about today, but I did have a pretty wild week, you know, like last um, Sunday, I was dealing with like, just uh, like a shocking revelation, you know, how do I put this? The last maybe four weeks, I would say the last month since June, I've been undergoing some rapid changes as a person well not even a person as a being let's say some like spiritual shifts are like in the works or whatever and I was suddenly like thrown you know pierced through my atmosphere of my mindset the way it is and I was like looking at my life from a higher plane and I was looking at the grid of my life and those grids are no longer relevant like the kinds of people that I surrounded myself with that I considered my family or I considered like my closest kin, my allies. Turns out they're not. That's what I was seeing. Like the grid was so fucking clear, crystal clear, very suddenly. And as you all know, like I've been on this phase of prioritizing my health in recent weeks. And I was asking myself, do these individuals help me foster a safe environment in my mind and in my heart, in my crown chakra and in my heart chakra? Do they? You know, even in my root chakra, even in my sacral chakra, even in my solar plexus, do these individuals help me feel safe? You know? And do I have to use my throat chakra to always, like, talk to them about how to respect me and how to be more understanding or appreciative of me like do I have to keep doing that you know or is that wasted energy yeah it's wasted energy that's what that is so yeah like um as I'm in this like sort of clearing mode I'm clearing out like you know sweeping things out sweeping things out of my garage sweeping out the old leaves taking out old clothes to goodwill that's something I literally I, I actually did I literally cleaned out my closet took out old clothes, old books, old scarves, old things that I just don't use, that I don't need. I started to discard them, started taking them to the Goodwill, took them to Buffalo Exchange, sold some stuff. And that's what I've been doing. And 
while clearing things out, I've I've been also introducing new things back in. Like I bought, you know, I bought a new quilt set because I was like, well, I, I just I need new sheets. I want to feel good in my new sheets, you know, and I got some new yoga pants. I got some new T-shirts. I got some clothes that fit me better now, now that I've dropped 40 pounds, you know. After I dropped a bunch of weight, though, like my fitness app is like freaking out. It's like, OK, you've met your goal weight. So now you have to start eating like twice as much as you used to. And I'm like, that seems excessive. Also impossible. Like I've re- I've reduced my diet, like my my consumption calorie intake by half, more than half, possibly. And uh, that's what I've been going by for the last 11 months now. So I can't suddenly like double that up. I mean, that's like regressive. So I don't understand the fitness app. So I'm just like, no, I'm not going to go by that. I'm just going to go by my own thing. Hmm? What did I do today? You know, today was uh, an interesting day because like both yesterday, the day before, I was feeling pretty tired. Actually, on Friday, I was like pretty amped up. I had a lot of energy and I did a lot of stuff that day. I went to the library. I went to the post office. I you know, went food shopping. I did a bunch of stuff on Friday. And then Saturday, I was just exhausted. So I didn't do anything. I was just like spacing out. I did yoga. I did exercise, but I I didn't do anything else other than that. And then today I was feeling tired again. Same thing, fatigue, you know, just spacing out. And I was like, I guess I'm just in a spacey place. And then uh, I did laundry and yoga. And then I was like, you know, I think it's time to paint. (laughs) And the funny thing is I grabbed this self-portrait that I painted of myself 10 years ago. Yeah, back in July 3rd, 2013, I painted a self-portrait of myself based on a photograph of myself. And I painted that. And uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking or feeling at the time, but the painting just like looked really scary. (laughs) Like it was like me with my hair down. I'm not smiling. I'm like spacing out. And you know, uh, I have no arms. I'm wearing like a gray shirt, no arms. And uh, the backdrop is blue. And it it was like scary to people. Like people would come over to my apartment, they'd look at it and they'd be like, that's a very scary portrait. Is that you? And I'm like, yeah. And everybody would be so scared. So I felt weird about that reaction. So I covered it up with more blue paint. And then I added splatter paint like all over it, you know, to like cover it up, you know, because I was like, oh, if that's if people see me as like scary or, you know, frightening, I don't want that. So I was like covering it up, covering it up. And then I got to a point where I'm just like, it's been 10 years. I I look nothing like this. I don't feel this way. I don't look like this person. Also, why am I covering it up based on other people's reactions? That's stupid, too. So I just repainted it completely. I painted it over with like three different types of blue. And then I added a streak of like bright red in the corner. And that felt right. And I was like, this is my new self-portrait, you know? So it took 10 years and six days. I mean, yeah, 10 years and six days to the day. But I have like a whole new identity now. And when I look at this new painting, what do I feel? I'm like emboldened. I'm empowered. I like what I see. I like how I feel. This feels right. This feels good to me. This feels amazing. Like, it's like all positive stuff. And I was just like, oh, I guess the last 10 years, like, I have been busy. I have been doing a lot. I have been 
you know, doing the work, capital T and W. That's the thing, you guys, like, if you feel or think that what you do is irrelevant to the world, don't think of it that way. It's your intention that matters. If you wake up every day and your intention is to be a good person and to be of service of some sort to this world and to feel good or happy or, you know, to nurture yourself or to nurture somebody you love or care about. I mean, that means you're doing something huge every day. So, like, I don't know why people walk around feeling like they're not doing enough. That always baffled me. I was listening to Kristen Wiig. Maybe I mentioned this on my podcast, but I was, like, listening to Kristen Wiig complain about how she feels like she's doing stupid stuff. And she doesn't feel like she's doing anything that contributes to the world. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're a huge movie star. You know, you're a huge comedian. And like you crack people up like crazy. Do you think that's not relevant? That's huge. It's huge. You know, so like whatever it is that you do, it's it's a it's of service of some kind. It has an important purpose on this, you know, universe. So count it. I would say just count that. I was checking in with a friend because I haven't heard from her in a while and, you know, like she had a lot going for her and stuff. But yeah, like she's taking it easy. She's taking care of herself. And I'm like, oh, that's something I need to learn from always, you know, because I'm not always honest about where I am with my health and I'm not always real or upfront about that, you know, with my doctors, with people who are supposed to take care of me. But, you know, it's like now I, I am. I'm taking inspiration from people around me who take good care of themselves right but like the opposite is also triggering up when there are people in my life who I know don't take care of themselves they don't go to a therapist even though they have a lot of trauma they don't you know exercise even though exercise or some kind of physical activity is good for the brain they don't do something creative to let out their creative juices whatever they just don't do something they don't do things they're not active in their self-care routine and their self-care ritual and I could see their mental and emotional health deteriorate I could see it very visibly and it's alarming to me and when I see that it's like I either intervene or I don't and right now nowadays I'm trying to get in the practice of being like I don't intervene that's not my business it's not my job it's not my bag that's their business that's their journey you know I'm not everybody's savior I'm not and I don't want to be that's exhausting so I'm like learning how to do that in a radically new way. And it's hard, you know, it's hard. It's hard to break out of the the caretaker routine, the nurturer routine. It's hard to break out of that. But I'm forcing myself to pry away from that shit because that's not where I want to be right now. That's not where I ever wanted to be. That was just a place that was enforced on me. This is the grid I'm talking about. And I'm noticing that that grid is, of course, it's made of my mother and my father, right? Like my mother is like very passive, depressive, you know, a bit borderline tendencies. And then on my father, it's like narcissism, dominance, controlling, manipulation. Um, But, you know, their good qualities are like, you know, one's like very much like a a caretaker, the glues, like, you know, passive and trying to make everything work, you know, positive influence. And the other side is a little more destructive, but also powerful, leadership, charming, influential you know like go-getter doer action-oriented so like there are these things that are in my grid right now that I'm just trying to like rearrange which I am rearranging it's like what are my priorities and something interesting happened um so I'm going to New York at the end of this month 
and I have a couple of shows, which I'll post on Instagram. If you're in New York, please come through. But like, I was just wondering, like, what is my priority for going to New York? Like, why do I want to go to New York? Because the more I thought about it, I was just like, I don't really want to go. Like, I canceled a road trip I was supposed to take next week up to San Francisco. I canceled it. I'm like, I'm not doing that. You know, like, I just can't do it. My system can't handle it right now. I have to take care of my health. Canceled it. And then I was like, do I have to do the same with New York? Because it's a big trip and it's also for somebody else. Like, I'm going there to take care of their cat. You know, I'm like the most generous cats that are ever. They're not paying me. I'm just going. And it's like, why would I go? Would I go for shows to do stand up? Yeah, that would be the motivator. But even with that, it's like, I don't feel that fire right now. You know, like I got jokes. I'm writing every day, but I'm like, I don't feel that fire right now. Like I need to recharge. I need to like recharge my my core, my center. And so I was like, if I were to go, why would I go? And there was only one reason. I wanted to go and see my friend who lives in Philadelphia. I just wanted to see her. And like that clarity came to me when I really needed it. Because when I'm like thinking about things and I'm anxious and I'm like, you know, bouncing things off in my head, it's exhausting. It's very, very tiresome and it's stressful. So I just like stopped. I paused, put my hand right on my forehead. And I was like, why do I want to go to New York? And that answer came very quickly. And as soon as that answer came, I felt happy. And yeah, I was just able to like rearrange stuff. So that's my other advice. It's like if things go crazy in your head, just pause and put your hand right on your forehead. Yeah, this is like a trick I learned from that holistic doctor I'm seeing. You just put your hand right on your forehead and then all the blood rushes to your forehead, which is where your prefrontal cortex is. And that's your reasoning brain, your rational mind, logic, equanim- equanimity, you know, all the good stuff, you know, that re- that eases anxiety, calms calms down any worries like this isn't something we need from an outside stimulant. This is something we could just do with our hand, just, but just by putting our hand on our forehead. Isn't that crazy? The simplicity of that is maddening, but that's how it is. That is literally how it is, bro. In any case. um, Oh, one last thing. So there's this painting I've been working on since February. And it's been like such a journey, such a task. And I've been working on it, working on it, working on it. And it's like been so ugly since February. It's been haunting me. I'm like, this is so ugly. It's haunting me. But today, no, actually last night, since last night, I re- you know, revisited this painting. And I revisited it again today. And it's like at a place where I'm like way happier, way happier. So the other lesson there is like, don't give up. Don't give up on a a fledgling project. You know, when it's still in development, it's going to look awkward. You know, all pubescent kids look awkward, but you got to wait. You got to wait until they turn into that beautiful, full creature, the fullness of who they are until they fill, fill out their potential. You got to wait. And that's what I did. That's what I did. And it's getting closer and closer. It's not quite finished yet, but it's getting closer and closer. So yeah, work on something that's meaningful, you know, whether it's like just taking care of your liver better (laughs) or working on that old painting or just whatever old project that you've been thinking about, but you can't get around it. Just put your hand right on your forehead and be like, what's the answer? And then see what answer comes and then try executing that answer. That's my advice for this week. Enjoy that. My caterpillar and I say enjoy that.